Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get the house you want with the payment you want at buywithconrad.com. You don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this at buywithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. The first step to buying a house is buywithconrad.com. Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to To Be the Man. And we couldn't do it without the multiple time Hall of Famer and the man that the entire wrestling world is talking about this week, the nature boy, Rick Flair. Rick, how are you, man? Good. Good morning. Five days. Five days. It's going to be here before we know it. This yep. Sunday, live on pay per view, July 31st from Municipal Auditorium. Tickets are still on sale. There's still a handful available at rickflairslastmatch.com. But if you can't be in Nashville, we encourage you to join all the festivities. Rick is going to be roasted by some of his very best friends this Friday night, live on pay-per-view. It's the roast of Rick Flair. And of course you can order all of the festivities on fight. We have all the information. You can just click a link at rickflairslastmatch.com. The very next day though, we get the horsemen back together. One last ride for the horsemen. Folks thought this would never happen. But we're getting the crew back together. Tony Schiavone is going to hold court with Lex Luger, with Barry Windham, with Arn Anderson, with Tully Blanchard, with J.J. Dillon, and of course, with the Master of Ceremonies, Mr. Ric Flair. But on Sunday night, I can't believe this is real. Jim Crockett Promotions comes back one last time for Ric Flair's last match. And with that in mind, let's bring in our other guest today, one of the founders. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. David Crockett. David, how are you, man? Conrad, I am wonderful, and I am excited. Like you said, five more days, Rick. Five more days. I know. A lot of history. It's going to be fantastic. I can't believe we're finally here. Uh, as everybody is listening to this, they have seen episode three of the, uh, I guess, critically acclaimed docuseries, The Last Match, 
Uh, one, two, and three are posted live for your enjoyment right now over at rickflareslastmatch.com. We'll start with you first, Mr. Crockett. You've had a minute to, uh, to see all three episodes, roughly an hour or so. Um, what'd you think of the series? And more importantly, what do you expect on Sunday night? The series is awesome. It's award-winning as far as the production of it. Uh, as I said before, it definitely has gotten out of hand, uh, that in the ring, that is where it's got, has to happen. Uh, and Mr. Jarrett and his comments and slights about Jim Crockett promotions. Jeff, have you looked on the marquee and who you're wrestling for? Jim Crockett promotions. There you so go. who's going to have the last laugh? Well, not only that, while he's running his mouth, he forgets who's signing his check. <laughs> that would be you. <laughs> yeah, it, it'll say JCP. It won't be uh, Jared Enterprises or his daddy. <laughs> well, you know, you you look at Jeff, and he's the son of a, a very famous promoter, wrestler. Mm -hmm. And in some ways, you might say he's a wannabe. You know, he wants to be bigger than his dad. Oh. And two, yes, he's been in wrestling. He has uh, promoted wrestling. But I look at it, he hasn't used his money. He's always used somebody else's money, but not his money. Now think about that. You know, we have always used our money. Well, there's a lot of money on the line this weekend. Of course, it's going to be. I, I spent a lot of your money in the eighties. When I got a check in 1978, for Christmas week for $8,000 and Ricky Steamboat wanted to quit the next day. I called Steamboat and said, are you out of your goddamn mind? We just got made $8,000. This is back in 78. That's a lot of money. So yeah, here to be back here again, it's really thrilling for me. So Rick, you've, uh, you've had a chance to see all three episodes of the docuseries that's available right now at rickflareslastmatch.com. Episode one sort of laid out the why we got to uh, hear from some of the talking heads throughout your life, especially back in the good old Crockett days. We even heard from your first wife who showed off that gold razor blade, which was just phenomenal. And how does she have that? And I don't, you know, all these, it's gold, it's gold. That's, <laughs> she took every, it. every one of my ex-wives has got some of my shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> How about that? This taking it's you a not, long it, time it, to it's, learn. It's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> well, episode two is where the volume got turned up, Rick. And now episode three just aired this past week. We heard Jeff Jarrett try to justify what happened in that parking lot. And, um, I'm just curious, what do you think of the series and, and, and what do you think Jeff's chances are this Sunday? Well, for, I thought the series has been great. It was it's emotional for me, especially the first episode. Mm -hmm. But um, it's accurate. So sometimes the accuracy and honesty hurts. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm thrilled to be part of it. Um, it's basically my life story in a capsule, at least for the last 20 years. Um, but um, I, I mean, I... I I, I say that just to be honest, I think it's a 50, 50 deal right now. 
I know they'll have to kill me. I'm not sure he's prepared to, to, to I don't think he's prepared to, I, in fact, I know he's not prepared to, um, to believe the ring dead. I am. <laughs> well, we're not doing that. My no, 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 no. I don't mean that. I mean, I don't mean literally, but they'll have to destroy me to keep me from winning. And and I don't think anybody understands how tough Andrade is. He's an old, he's a take no shit cowboy, guys. You don't get it. When I went to the wedding down there and saw where he grew up, and it's a tough fucking town, Durango, Texas, Durango, Mexico. And he grew up on the streets, a tough kid. I mean, self made man. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't know that, and this, this is not derogatory, just being honest, because we've all been in a situation in the life where they've been intimidated. If I were lethal and I was Jared, I'd, I'd be I'd be afraid of Andrade. I'm glad you said that, because I feel like, you know, and, and, and for a variety of reasons, you know, this story is, is obviously always been about your last match, and then Jeff tried to make it about himself and, and inserted himself, and we really didn't see much of Andrade until episode three. And I'm sure there's some old school fans who are listening to this podcast or seeing our, our podcast video here, and they might not be familiar with who Andrade is, but boy, Jeff Jarrett really discounted him on last week's episode Ooh, of my world. That's, that's what I'm saying. Steve, uh, Steve Kaufman, our producer here, producer, Steve, he's got a clip of Jeff Jarrett talking about Andrade. Yeah. Let's go ahead and let you guys take a listen good, to that good, clip. Good, good, good luck with that. And then I'll let you respond, Rick. Here we go. Um, Glad that I did now. You know, you're double nickels. You ain't what you used to be. Andrade is going to go upside that head. Oh, God. That's, listen, look at my history in Lucha Libre. Andrade is a dime a dozen, my friend. Oh, really? I, 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 literally, there's 15, 20 that I've faced over the years. Latin lover, psycho clown, uh, Ray Mysterio, Dr. Wagner, literally one after another, after another, go look up on YouTube, my triple a success Andrade. I, I mean, if he ain't a curtain jerker, I don't know who he is. Yeah. Yeah. Give me those big eyes. Okay. L literally. Okay. If he wasn't married to who oh, he's no. married to. I don't even want to hear that. Oh, good. Are God. you serious? The I, son of a promoter. Let's run around and ask all those old Memphis guys, by the way, where's your daddy's promotion these days? Yeah. And, and weren't you the WCW champ when they went under, you were one of those top guys. No. no. Of course not. Cause they figured out that shit wasn't working. Okay. Yeah. We'll get into the last dying days of WCW. When Ric Flair walks to the ring in loafers and street clothes, you talk about backing up to the pay window and taking a check. The last pay-per-view me and Flair against Dusty and Dustin and Flair, his big ego completely out of control. He can't put on boots and tights. And now here we are 20 something years later and he wants to go out. Yeah. He's going to go out. All right. It's, it's, it's kind of cute that you're critical of him now after you've been on this podcast for a year and a half saying, Oh, I was a horseman. I was a horseman. Oh, that's BS. Well, I played along with your silliness. I mean, how much longer do we go on with Los Cuatro's Caballeros and this and that playing around with silly games? I guess the game's in so funny in that parking lot when Rick's screaming like a, uh, on his back, like a turtle. And then, then all of a sudden, I, Conrad, go back and watch. 
He slighted me at the press conference and backstage, you heard him. Oh, I got two tickets here. I got two tickets here. He couldn't wait to get on stage to do that. He couldn't wait to get out there with Mike Keith and, hey, yeah, drawing money in Nashville. Here's two tickets for you and your old man. I'll teach you guys how to draw money. Are you kidding me, Conrad? It's one thing to do it backstage and have fun with it. He, he goes and has Silva make up these two tickets. Come on, dude. Do you, do you really think that was right? Seriously. Now, just answer that. Let, let's 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 answer right. answer that. So you're saying if somebody slides you, it's okay to stab them in the head. I just want to make sure. It's one thing to to piggyback his success, dream to wear his belt, and be in his faction, and steal his finishing move and his strut. And... So there you go. A little bit of uh, Jeff trying to defend defend uh, his actions. And well, the first thing I want to know is what are those three phony belts in the background? I never noticed them. <laughs> He's never the NWA champion. He never wrestled Harley Race for an hour. He never wrestled Brody for an hour. He never wrestled Hanson for an hour. He never wrestled Jumbo Saruta for an hour. I don't think he never wrestled for an hour. That Mickey Mouse promotion his dad ran. Who in the hell? They could, didn't have enough money to bring me in from the Crockett promotions. <laughs> what a joke. Well, uh, in that same episode, I reminded him that the only way he became the NWA champion is not because there was a meeting at the convention and the board voted. He had to make sure that he owned the promotion and then he made himself champion. I but mean, who, but, but who, who was the NWA champion that he beat for it? Uh, probably like Mike Rapata. Oh, yeah, there you go. Thank you. Yeah. Well, he, he didn't beat Harley Race, I could tell you that. Harley Harley Race would have gone like this. Jeff Jarrett, who? You mean the kid of that shit promoter in Nashville? Put him over? I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine Jarrett in a ring with Bruiser Brody for an hour and a cage at Japanese TV? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I do want to talk a little bit about the Jarrett family and their promotion and all that with Mr. Crockett in a moment. But first, Rick, when you hear, you know what Andrade has done. And let's not forget, it wasn't that long ago. Triple Mania, which, by the way, if you're not a, a hardcore wrestling fan, you n- may not be familiar that Triple A is kind of like the WWE of Spanish speaking countries. They yeah. are the biggest promotion by far. And instead of a WrestleMania, they have a triple mania. And it wasn't that long ago. There was a triple mania with Kenny Omega defending his mega championship against Andrade. And at the time, boy, everybody thought Kenny Omega was the very best wrestler in the world. And he found out all there was about Andrade that day. And you were there. Yeah. It was spectacular. Uh, The idea that, that Jeff would come out here and say that Andrade's a dime or dozen and a curtain jerker, whatever the heck that means. Your response. My response is at, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I don't know for a fact, but I'm sure Ashley will be in the vicinity. And just because every man likes to show off in front of their wife, uh, <laughs> I guarantee you Andrade will not disappoint. He'll get the pep talk from hell from Ashley. And you and I both know what that means. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we both heard that. <laughs> or Charlotte, rather. Andrade, 
Don't fail me now, pal. <laughs> I don't. I he I talked to him on the phone. He he can't wait. There ain't nothing wrong with him. I don't know where Tony Khan came up with this bullshit about his foot and all that, but he's running like a he's working out like a fool. Yeah, everybody is uh, is ready for this one. Everybody's yeah. ready to uh, pull out the big guns. Uh, Mr. Crockett, I, I, I want your take. Every uh, day, every day that Jared's on TV or dicking around over there in Orlando at NXT or whatever he does is another day of training that I'm getting in. I'm, I'm, uh, 21 years older than him. I think, right. I think you're, uh, 18 years older. What is Jeff? 51? Two? 55. Well, just 55. Yeah. He looked at on TV the other day. God. Oh. He looked. He looked older than me, so I don't know. <laughs> and I have that plastic surgery. <laughs> oh, a lot of other for a lot of other surgery, but no plastic. <laughs> so, Mr. Crockett, you were there in the uh, the dying days of WCW. Uh, yes, you see Jeff Jarrett up close, and he had some some interactions with Rick. What was your impression of Jeff Jarrett, the performer? Jeff Jarrett. In WCW, and really Jeff Jarrett in general, he has to use a guitar, a gimmick, to get over it. Think about it. You know, Rick uses his physical ability and his mind. Jeff Jarrett always has the toys to use in the ring. He puts powder in the guitar so it looks like it's exploding. Oh, it's just so uh, showman. Yeah, he's got the little... Big man complex. He's a small man that wants to be like the big man, Ric Flair. Oh, I'll take Seriously. that. I'll I mean, take that. Right? Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. If someone relies on you financially, your spouse, your child, anyone, life insurance gives you the peace of mind that they'll have a financial cushion if something ever happens to you. By making it easy to compare your options from top companies, Goliath Life helps make sure you're not paying a penny more than you have to for the life insurance coverage you need to protect those you love. At GoliathLife.com, you can compare personalized quotes from top companies to find your lowest price. The process is fast and easy with no hidden fees, upsells, or hassles. Goliath Life is your one-stop shop to find the life insurance you need at the right price. Head to GoliathLife.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you can save. That's GoliathLife.com. 
get the house you want with the payment you want at buywithconrad.com. You don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this at buywithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. The first step to buying a house is buywithconrad.com. Listen, let's just get ready. Jeff's a hell of a performer. Yes. We're, we're all just having fun here, knocking each other. But yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm never going to take away from the fact that Jeff is a hell of a performer. I think he's really good. And I think he was. And uh, once again, I don't know what kind of shape he's kept himself in. He looks great. I saw him without a shirt when we were in Nashville. But, you know, it's not just, um, it's not just the, because uh, I'm a cosmetic nightmare. He's not. Uh, but I know what I've got inside and I know that I've trained hard. And the only time that I've really felt good about myself, I finally yesterday after doing that, uh, 9,700 kilometers in 20 minutes, I knew I was ready. And I looked at Rob and he said, you're ready. So now it's just getting everything together and, um, you know, get, getting to it and seeing Conrad tomorrow night. I can't wait. I mean, I'm so I charter told you I chartered, man. I'm coming in. I'm coming in to, on a charter and going out on a charter. <laughs> I love it. So let's um let's touch on something you said there, Mr. Crockett, where you felt like, you know, Jeff Jarrett wanted to be like Ric Flair. I actually held him to account and said that his career was based on Ric Flair. And I think producer Steve actually has that clip for us ready to review right now. It's one thing to, to piggyback his success, dream to wear his belt and be in his faction and steal his finishing move and his strut. And you just oh, I, your- I forgot he, 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 he patented the strut, he, which he didn't, which is a joke. How he shuffles Jackie Fargo made your boy, buddy Rogers or the original strutters. And so Rick owns the figure four. No, I'm just saying you're a great value. Rick flair with your blonde hair and your figure four and your struts. <laughs> Conrad, you're digging, pal. You well, look, look behind you. Two of the three of those belts are synonymous with Ric Flair. No, they're not synonymous. Yes, they are. What? Yeah, buddy. And okay, you're drinking the Kool-Aid, pal. You are absolutely drinking the Kool-Aid. You, you don't think that the, the domed globe and the big gold belt, those two belts behind you are synonymous with Ric Flair. His name is attached to them. They're not synonymous. Dory Funk, Briscoe, do I, Harley Race. Jeff Jarrett, come on now. Which one of these is not like the other? No, hey, I'm talking about the NWA belt. Yeah. Rick was one of many good to great champions. And he managed to be one of those great champions without having to own the promotion in order to get the belt. Oh, here we go, Conrad. Yeah. Yeah. What what happened when you were doing the podcast and saying, hey, yeah, uh, the only guy who I knew would show up because we weren't financially able to put guys to long-term deals. What happened to that statement? Well, no, that's factual. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. And then we want to talk about the, the big, big gold one. Yeah. The one that Rick took up to WWE. Yes. Oh, okay. That's yeah. And Crockett sits on the back of the bus and saying, yeah, we didn't get to end the right way. Well, no kidding, you moron. Jeff, I love you. I, I love, love you. I love but it. But you're going to get the shit beat out of you. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. But, you know, again, you know, guess who signs the checks? 
Hey, I, I got a good one for you, Dave. I'm going to wear a blade on my right fan and my left. One for me and one for Jeff in case he don't have one. It's no fun getting cut by somebody else, trust me. <laughs> I know that because I had to do Art Nelson yeah. one time. Art, I, Art, Art taught me how to make one. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> The last guy I cut was Goldberg, and I put 18 stitches on him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm hyperventilating. I'm hyperventilating. <laughs> you would hear yeah, it. Jeff, I, Jeff, I, 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 I hit a gusher. Yeah, I've got, I've got to talk about Jeff again. You know, I, yeah. I listen to him. He always has these barbs or comments that he's trying to irritate you. He's trying to get you off kilter. No, but Dave, Dave, again, Dave, Dave, I, Dave, when they're talking about you, you're doing something good. Haven't you learned that? A, well, and I look at it, he's lost control. If he has to, to find someone to belittle, you know, or try to belittle, well, then inwardly, he's not there. That confidence is not there. So, Jeff, suck it up. You know, you and Jay, you know, I, they're going to respect you, but it, it, I hate to say this, Mr. Crockett, but he doesn't respect you. Uh, just earlier this week, yesterday, uh, as I am so sorry on my world, he said, and we've got a clip here. Producer Steve's got it from this week's episode of my world. He called you sad and pathetic. Let's play that clip. They put themselves out of business and, 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 and to me, when I see David Crockett sitting on the back of that boat and he's sitting there and he's still sucking Rick's ass and he's, he's like, man, we want to go out. It, it, it's, it's kind of sad and pathetic and like they're doing this one rah, rah, rah. And it's like, David, have we not seen this song and dance before? And Rick using the Crockett brand, Rick using Conrad, Rick using everybody he he possibly could. And look, put me in line. At the press conference, Rick Flair Day, the Flair Grounds, the mayor's office, Mike Keith literally and figuratively rolled out the red carpet for him for the press conference. And a lot of groundwork before that, setting up the event and he he literally gave me he mentioned my father when he's flat of his back on a turtle like he, he brought up my father first i never liked your old man I, I mean that's kind of the essence of what we're dealing with and it's pathetic to see crockett hanging on so there you go mr crockett jeff jarrett saying david crockett is sad and pathetic your thoughts? Yes, it's, it's to me, I look at, I'm a promoter. All right. So my job is to get the matches signed and the event booked and the performers there on time to wrestle. If I have to grovel, like, I don't care. You know, my job is done. The contract is signed. He is getting in the ring. He and Jay, right? Yep. So he can say whatever he wants. 
you know, I look at it this way, Jeff, you're the sucker. Not many. I, I, I appreciate you, but you signed the damn contract, you know? So if you bitching so much and dislike me so much, oh, you poor child, really, I, 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 I'm hurt. I, I'm really, I'm looking for a tissue. Can I find a tissue? I, I'm sorry. I don't have a tissue. Uh, Jeff, do you have a tissue? You poor thing, Jeff. I am, when I'm there, I, I, I'll hug you. I'll give you, I'll hug you. And I'll even give you a kiss. Kiss on the cheek. You poor, poor thing. Yes. Uh, Jeff wasn't done, Mr. Crockett. He had an Oh, I'm sure. For you. He, uh, He's got diarrhea of the man. Yes. He has a theory of why Jim Crockett promotions went out of business. Let's, uh, let's play that clip producer, Steve. Any, uh, final thoughts for your dad before we, we let him go. I've got a few questions for, for Karen that I want to get through here too. You know, the, 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 the whole, um, no, I appreciate him jumping on here. I, I, I really do J- just, I, I, I guess the, the the big picture of this all is that it this is a business and um conrad's done a wonderful job rick flair's last match and even down to the url rick flair's last match.com but conrad to me and kind of the disappointing part of all of it was At the end of the day, I think if we could bring Jim Crockett out of the grave and ask him, what was your fatal mistake? I believe, and I'll get dad's comments on this, I actually believe Jim Jr. would say, I'm out of business and I went out of business because I believed in Ric Flair. I think Rick doesn't have a business bone in his body, doesn't think about others. Um, a lot of hype. I don't want to see Conrad get sucked up into that Ric Flair tunnel, and I see it happening. Dad, would you say, and I mean, look, you've been in business, real estate, uh, wrestling, car dealerships, buying and selling RAN, road water, just all that kind of stuff. What, what would you say to the point that do you think Flair put? There you go. I'm out of business because I believed Ric Flair. What do you think of that, Rick? <laughs> I'm laughing. Um, <laughs> them going out of business certainly didn't have anything to do with me. Did David? Let, I, let me. Let me. No, let no, me, David. No, no, I yeah, know. I've got it. What, I've got what, it. No, we don't. We don't want to talk about people that aren't here. But correct. Well, <clears> no, let me. D- 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 we were let, in no, business. No, let, let's we, just, it was let, the golden age of wrestling because of Ric Flair. And no, we didn't well, go out I, I'm not even taking credit for that. I'm just going to yeah. say without talking about anybody who's in the grave now, David and I 
were doing just great in Charlotte when Jimmy and Dusty took the company to Dallas. That's, and bought Phil Watts territory that they already owned. And that's the guys on the truth. And what would Jerry Jarrett know about promoting wrestling in one town? That's not a promotion. That's a one horse pony. <laughs> and, 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 and the one that's really the easy home run. Why would Jeff Jarrett get involved with a chicken shit show like this? If it wasn't making it more relevant than anything he's ever done his entire career. Jeff, that will, is very Jeff true. will be more famous on Sunday night, win, lose, or draw than he's ever been during Hall of Fame inductions, NWA, what they call NWA phony title runs, the whole thing. He will be more relevant, is getting more attention now. Um, and, um, this, 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 this will probably be, I, I think when, by the time it's all done and I hope that when it's over, no matter whether we're in the hospital or not, we can shake hands. I think this could possibly be the biggest last two raw for both Jeff and I, but I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to go to the hospital. I don't know if he is. He's got young kids and everything else. I don't. And that's just the way I feel about it. And you guys know me. The guy, the guys he's talking about, the Briscoes and the Funks and them, he never wrestled them. He wouldn't know anything about them. I wrestled them for a living for an hour every night. So he's talking about people he never wrestled. He never wrestled Harley Race. Google it. He never wrestled Jack Briscoe, Terry or Dory Funk. And you just mentioned again, the guy who won the title. Well, I don't know who the guy is. And I'm a wrestler. Pretty well known. So... <laughs> <laughs> I think I am anyway. <laughs> you know, for Jeff and his dad to have to bring up Jim Crockett promotions. Desperate. To talk about, you know, come on. Uh, what, they want me to put on tights and get in the ring? Yeah, it's, they're just trying Dave, Dave, to find Dave, excuses Dave, Dave, for Dave, this Dave, and that. Dave, Dave, don't even justify it. They're, they're, they're getting the biggest rub of their life, both of them. Small people, small people. Biggest rub of their entire life. Speaking of rubs, uh, let me tell you, Car Shield is getting the rub from us this week because they are not. I hope so. My, my, my new commercial drops next week. Well, I'll tell you what, they have sponsored the entire weekend. They are a sponsor of StarCast. And this episode is brought to you by Car Shield, who makes it easy and affordable. Protect my car from expensive repairs. Yay, They're Nick. For starters. CarShield is the number one auto protection company in the United States and offers protection plans for around a hundred bucks a month. The plans cover more parts than ever before, whether your car has 5,000 miles or 150,000 miles. Let me tell you how simple it is to get your car fixed. When you need repair, you choose the mechanic and CarShield's administrators handle the rest. That's it. You don't have to deal with paperwork or headaches you're taken care of. Same goes if your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road. Plans through CarShield also include coast-to-coast -coast roadside assistance. CarShield administrators are there for you with rental car options and trip reimbursement at no extra cost too. get coverage today and you'll lock in your price now, and it will never go up. That means as long as you own your car, no matter how old it is, you're protected from the rising cost of parts and repairs for your vehicle. CarShield helps protect my wallet from expensive repairs, and they'll do the same for you. 
Go to carshield.com slash podcast to start your plan and lock in your pricing forever. That's carshield.com slash podcast. A deductible may apply. Mr. Crockett, they weren't done. As you saw there, we had not only Jerry uh, or Jeff Jarrett, but Jerry Jarrett joining him as well. And uh, he had some thoughts about Jim Crockett promotion. So producers, what, 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 for us. Question, just sum up the speed. What does Jerry do now? I think Jerry's happily retired. Okay. I didn't he manages, know. Uh, he's, he's collected a, a, a nice little real estate portfolio and yeah, okay. he, I, I didn't know for sure. I knew, he, I knew he was doing real estate. I didn't know whether he, he's not actively promoting or anything like that. No, anymore. sir. He just yeah. chased his grandkids and barbecues and yeah. was, you know, the golden years. Yeah. Well, good. See, come to, see, come to the matches. Well, you gave him two tickets. I hope so. Well, I don't know whether he's bringing them or not. <laughs> <laughs> if I, if I had to guess, uh, there's going to be more than one Jarrett sniffing around municipal auditorium this Sunday. Uh, you know, you know, I, I, I feel bad because you know, little Cody, their little, their beautiful little son. Fantastic young man. Yeah. Yeah. Guess who, guess who, guess who he loves. He loves Jay lethal today. Yeah. He loves me too. I, uh, I'm, I'm coming to see you, Mr. Flair. I, uh, I got to, I got to spend time. I, with I, I don't think Megan and, 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 uh, Megan and, uh, Charlotte or Ashley are going to, are going to hug Jeff. <laughs> I don't think you have to worry about that. <laughs> I, I, I'm not, if I was Jeff and Karen, I'd avoid the queen. <laughs> I think that's a safe bet. <laughs> I do feel bad for Cody though, because you know, Cody, uh, Cody loves all you guys and, yeah, and you know, what a he, great guy. What a, that kid is so cute, man. But he's going to have some mixed emotions come Sunday night, I think. Yeah. Well, he'll end up being loyal to his dad. And then I'll have to apologize to him for putting him in the hospital. But, you know, we all have to do what we have to do. Well, Mr. Jarrett, Mr. Jerry Jarrett had some comments about Jim Crockett promotions. Producer Steve's got that queued up for us, David. Let's take a listen. Oh, God, right. Jerry, I, I'm going to play this. So the Great American Bash, David Allen Coe, Dusty Rhodes, Ric Flair, probably 30 other talent on the card. They ran in 86. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that story, what you remember of it? Because it is 36 years ago. Yeah, well, I have to give you some background. I was promoting Atlanta for Jim Barnett. Jimmy Crockett shows up and doesn't tell me who he is. I don't know him from Adam. I was buddies with his father and have great respect for him then and now. But uh, Jimmy just came, walked up on the stage, and I said, who's that guy over there? One of the rest said, I don't know. I said, well, throw his ass off the stage. He doesn't have any business back here. Well, after they put him out, I found out it was Jimmy Crockett. I said, why in the world didn't he come introduce himself to me? So then now, fast forward, and Eddie Einhorn calls me and says, Vince McMahon is going to go worldwide. Uh, I'd like to get the promoters together in Chicago and figure out a plan. Uh, I've got some money and I'm willing to put in. So 10 or 12 of the active promoters at the time all went to Chicago. Jimmy Crockett was one of them, Bill Watts, Eddie Graham, me. Anyway, 
we had a match. That group decided for me to produce the television. So I produced shows in Memphis and Louisville. We put them on in New York. And the Meadowlands was 400 short of a complete sellout. Very successful. I got a call in my hotel from Bill Watts. He said, I'm not going to be there tonight, Jerry. I've decided that uh, I'm going to run against Vince myself. Crockett and Dusty come in to where I'm lining up the matches and says, uh, uh, we want to be straight up with you. We're going to go in business ourselves. So here, two of the main people pull out. Uh, make a long story short, even in spite of the sellout and the successful ratings, that was the end of the of the venture against Vince McMahon, and everybody knows the rest of the story. So that's the background. But like you said, son, there's no heat. I mean, I thought he was stupid coming in to run against us in Memphis because, you know, what? I mean, we, we knew how to protect our business and our territory and book against them. So it was a one-time in and faded there and lost a lot of money and went out. We did have one successful co-show that drew $54,000 in Memphis. Um, I don't have anything against Jimmy. As a matter of fact, I, I like the Crockett family. Uh, I didn't know them personally, but, you know, from what I knew of them, they were a, a good bunch of people. Um, I'm sure that Rick and Dusty got in Jimmy's ear and said, well, if he can draw in Memphis, we can. So anyway, that was a big mistake on their part. But that's the only history I have with them. Any interaction with David or? or? No, no, I really didn't. I think David was in the technical end of it, best I remember. But uh, Jimmy... <laughs> Jimmy got enamored with the talent and they talked him into buying jet airplanes and, and uh, wearing a cowboy hat and cowboy boots and, <laughs> and uh, the rest of the promoters got a little kick out of that but Watts went under and so did Crockett so there you go Mr. Crockett um that's his version of events when you guys tried to work together. What do you remember? Of, who, 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 who was the biggest figure on that marquee in that event in Chicago? Want to pull that up again? Well, I would guess you had a, th a thing or two to say about that. <laughs> oh yeah. I know what went on. I absolutely know what went on. Do they think I forget? I wrestled Lawler in Memphis. We sold out. I wrestled Jerry. Oh, who is that guy on the left? I don't see Jeff there. Mm. I don't see Jerry there. I see Magnum. I see the Freebirds. I see the Road Warriors. I don't see anybody working in Memphis territory there. <laughs> so <laughs> I can tell you what happened. 
We sold out Lexington. We sold out Memphis. We were going to go to the Blue Bonnet Bowl. And uh, not, I'm not going to put it by his name now. They didn't want to do the favor. Then the favor bounced over to Dundee. Dundee said, I won't do it. So they put Coco Beaver in it. We tore the joint down. Well, I, I don't know. He's, I, he's I, right. He's right. Uh, you know, I mean, they try they try to to use our talent as stepping stones. Have you ever heard of a promotion in in Memphis, Tennessee, or I mean, or national a promotion that was anything but a scam until this show, unless it was WCW or WWE. So Rick, you consider the Jarrett promotions to be scams? No, I'm saying that's inaccurate information. Yeah. The whole thing. I was there. I put them all over. I was glad to do it, but we were coming back to the blue bottom pole as part of the great American bash. They backed out. So you could ask Jerry, ask the best one to ask is Lawler. Lawler and I are very close now. He'll relive it for you. And I'm sure it wasn't Jerry's decision not to put me over because Jerry and I, we made music. The Jerry, I don't know what part of the promotion Jerry owned, but I don't think Jerry, uh, called the shots. I think the other Jerry did. And I'm sure they felt, well, there's nothing to gain by having me beat Lawler as the world champion. And there wasn't, it was just a pre-arranged deal. Right, David? That is correct. You know, I'd look at it. They wanted us to do all the work of pushing the rock up the, up the hill. Mm -hmm. And then they take credit for it. Doesn't work that way. Right. Yes. We made mistakes. I'll, I'll agree. Yeah. But no, I every, you. every, you know, the arrogance, every, the every, arrogance of, you know, every promotion in the country at that time was, was. When Vince decided to jump on USA, every promotion in the country was scrambling. But the biggest promoter at that time, and it's one of the reasons I got a shot at the title, was Jim Crocker Promotions. The Dallas Territory wasn't as big. The Portland Territory wasn't as big. The Florida Territory wasn't as big. Georgia wasn't as big. You know, we're, you're looking at from South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia, West Virginia, all the way up to Baltimore, into Philadelphia all the way to Chicago. And David and I say this a thousand times. If we had stayed west of the Mississippi, they'd still be in business. We had more talent and we had a better product. Yeah. I'm going to say right now that, you know, he talks about us sucking up to Rick. You want to talk about people sucking up. Look at Mr. Jarrett uh, and his daddy, TBS. Everybody was coming on their hands and knees to get their talent on TBS because when Vince was coming, we had the only show in town, number one on cable, mm -hmm. number one everywhere in the U.S., number one. Do you know, do you know the program? And Conrad, for, Conrad. for them to say, well, hold on, we're <laughs> getting pissed off here. You know, for Jerry. To say that, you know, I don't know this guy. Well, guess what? You know, who knows you? 
Uh, you might be known around Memphis and Nashville, but you know, are they going to run up in the airport? Oh, Jerry, 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 oh, please, sidewall. Not. Hey, uh, I'll tell you another bit of information. Do you know how Vince McMahon made how Vince McMahon made the payoffs for WrestleMania one? Yeah, no. he, uh, the deal with uh, with the Crockets. The Crockett gave him the money, and he they got back the, they got back uh, TBS. Yep. I I don't know I I don't know why Jerry Jared if he had the money didn't buy it. That's right. Yeah. That's right, Jerry. You could have done it. Yeah, that's right, Jerry. That was an open ended deal. Only one person had the big bucks. Vince paid the paid the talent with the money from the Crockett's, and if you could call Vince, I have Vince on the show right now which might very well happen in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> Hell, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get him to come to Nashville now. <laughs> well, he's welcome. We would love to have him as the special guest enforcer for the, yeah. the event. Oh yeah. Hell, I want him to roast me. He certainly has a real life enough. <laughs> <laughs> and his heels don't draw you stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> don't ever bring a lawyer to see me. I don't like lawyers. Who are these two jackals? <laughs> I started I started crying and so did the lawyers. <laughs> uh, Mr. Crockett, back then, of course, Rick was your, your top guy. He was your marquee act, and everybody knows in Memphis, Jerry Lawler was the king of Memphis. Absolutely. Uh, what did you think of Jerry he, Lawler's act, and how did he, he compare to Rick? He still is. Yeah. Jerry, Jerry. is Jerry is king of Memphis. Yeah, he's yeah. a hell of a worker, too. You know. Rick is the world heavyweight champion. Rick is king of the world. Wow. All right. I'll take That's that. it. I mean, yeah, I'll it's, take like that. Try, well, <laughs> it's like trying to compare apples and oranges. It's, it's not going to work. Yeah. Yes. Jerry Lawler is great. And what he does. Yes. Rick Flair is the man, as we always say, he is the man. Lawler wanted to wrestle Rick. Everybody wanted to wrestle Rick. We did. How many thousands or millions of miles did Jerry travel? You know, Lawler around the country wrestling people. Not that many. Let's, um, he's a great guy, a great announcer. Not arguing that. I'm not arguing that. I miss him on TV now. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and, and hear one more word from Mr. Jerry Jarrett. He, uh, was asked his thoughts about Ric Flair. So producer Steve's got a clip queued up. It's Jerry Jarrett on Ric Flair. Let's, let's hear that now. Member of Ric Flair coming down to work in Memphis and work with you. This is going to be good. Is <laughs> I have great respect and admiration for Ric Flair's wrestling career. Um, he has a lot of staying power as testimony that he's at his age, still having his last match personally though. And am I right, Jeff, you told me to be totally honest. Yes. Yes. Personally, I have more respect for chipmunk that I've been trying to shoot out in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Rick 
is a self-centered, selfish, egotistical person. And uh, I can give you a number of examples. One was uh, I would bring him to Memphis. Uh, he didn't draw anything like Dory Funk or Terry Funk or Luthez or Jack Briscoe. But uh, Eddie Graham, my friend, I guess he appealed to him, but that everybody kept calling me saying, why don't you bring Rick back? Well, it was very simple. I, he didn't draw very much in Memphis and Louisville and Evansville and Lexington. So that was the reason. The other thing was he was very difficult to get along with. Uh, I finally yielded and brought him back to Memphis and um, the Saturday before the Memphis, Coco Ware beat Jerry Lawler for the title. So instead of Rick wrestling Lawler, which wouldn't have done any good for our business, uh, he wrestled Coco Ware. And Rick hit, went through the roof. He did a little child tantrum in the dressing room. Um very difficult, very unprofessional. Um, the next incident I can tell you about is that after I came home from WWE when Vince was exonerated, um, I went to, as a consultant for Eric Bischoff. And uh, Eric asked me, he said, I'm having a little problems. Will you come down and and uh, look at the situation and see if you can suggest how to handle it. Well, Eric's office was at the back of the North Tower at CNN. And as I'm walking down the hall, Rick is coming out of what I later found out was the booking room. So we made eye contact. He goes back in, slams the door. I hear chairs thrown against the wall, cursing profanity, uh, Kevin Sullivan and uh, Jimmy Hart, I think, both came out and said, just go on back to Eric's office. Flair is having a fit. I said, why? He said, oh, he thinks you're coming down to take his job. I said, hell, tell him I wouldn't take his job for a million dollars a day. Well, Eric was embarrassed. Um, I ended up saying to him, Eric, I'll head on back to Nashville. And when you get your company under control, call me back and we can have some conversation. So I went back home. That's the Ric Flair that I know. Uh, again, I respect his wrestling career. He drew a lot of money, made great interviews, uh, decent matches, but um, I, I don't have, hold him in very high esteem personally. So there you go. Rick, your thoughts? Well, my first thought is, because I once again, I can't wait to Friday night for Bischoff to attempt to roast me. <laughs> God, God only knows why he wants to put himself in that position. But I probably didn't say hi to him because I didn't know who he was. 
And number one, and number two, he could have had that job any day of the week. I hated working in that office. I certainly wasn't throwing the chairs around. I was probably throwing the chairs around because I had to found, I found out I had to put Hogan over for the fifth time because nobody else would work with him. <laughs> I mean, he wouldn't work with Rude. He wouldn't work with Vader. And then the same thing with Savage. I put him over five times. So they could have had that job anytime. All I was for Eric was the marquee name to take all the heat for all of Eric's decisions. That's all it was. That's Sullivan. That's Mike Graham. Again, that's Mike now. Greg Guy and you know, we, we sit there for hours. To all, and I'm just come in and say, well, it's kind of like when I retired at Halloween Havoc. I was supposed to have a year off at pay, right? One month after I lost to Hogan, Halloween Havoc, they called me to come back. You tell me. It, it ain't fact. It's, it's history. You don't have to look it up. Remember, I got dressed up like a girl in the crowd. Oh, yeah. To, to, to embarrassingly, to embarrassingly, embarrassingly watch Arn put over the Renegade in 13 fucking seconds. How humiliating was that for Arn? Yeah. All Eric did was humiliate us. Want me to give you 10,000 other examples? I can't wait for the roast. I can't believe he wants to roast me. <laughs> I got a lot of ammunition on that guy. And, and if Jerry Jarrett's there, I'll tell him. <laughs> that nickel dime promotion he ran, I wouldn't work for him because they didn't have money to pay me. <laughs> why why would I go to, to Memphis for five hundred bucks when I can make two thousand dollars in my hometown of Charlotte? <laughs> and by the way, Coco Beware thanks me every day for that match. So, and as far as Jerry Jarrett or Jeff Jarrett, me even being considered in the same possible scenario in terms of work rate, interviews, or who I am in the business, I don't even know those guys are in the top 100. Shit, maybe not even the top 200. Well, it's, uh, it's interesting that the more we talk about this, the more it becomes about Jim Crockett promotions and the CWA or the USWA. It's the Jarrett's and the Crockett. Hey, no, hey, hey, while well, we have David here, David, how much power did I have at WWE or WCW? Power? Yeah. You know, huh? Everybody had equal power. How you much, know, how, how much did I have control over creative? Not a lot, not, not a lot. I mean, in that we would ask you and ask everyone to participate in discussions about their matches. I mean, that's why we did so well, you know, that you, you, you remember, you remember the show where with Brian Pillman and me and Arn in Detroit, yes. right? With yep. Sting, we yes. turned it around the hottest angle, yeah. one of the hottest angles we ever shot. Yeah. The next day we go to Jacksonville, Florida. Sting beats both me and Arn. Walks back. Uh, Bischoff walks back in the locker room. Stings back. Stings back. The angle lasted one day. Yeah. You know why? <laughs> because it was the best thing they had. Yeah. How about me? No, you're you? talking WCW. Uh, I thought you were talking about Joe Crock. No, WCW. How oh, much so, say? Forget it. Uh, there I had is no, no say. You had no control. 
Thank Zero. you. Thank Zero. you. And you being, you being the executive producer, you would know. <laughs> Zero. Yeah. yeah. Zero. Yeah. yeah. Not all. No. Jerry Jarrett. Jesus Christ. How old is Jerry? He's, uh, he's old enough to know that, uh, the best grilling happens on a rec tech. Uh, this is the no, main, no, no, how, how old is he really? I, I really don't know off the top of my head, but I'll, I'll tell you as soon as I get done telling you that there's a six year bumper bumper warranty with rec tech's new RT 700. It comes with a 40 pound pellet hopper, 702 square inches of cooking space, the best PID Wi-Fi controller in the business. You can bake, sear, smoke, grill, even dehydrate on the grill all with the push of a button. And that's why those in the know choose Rectech. They've got grills for every lifestyle and every budget starting at just 399 bucks. They've got a key focus on flavor, convenience, and versatility, and they eliminate the middleman. All their grills ship for free and they offer factory direct pricing. I've had a pellet smoker before. It was not near the quality of Rectech. It's high quality stainless steel and built to last a lifetime. Rectech really is an amazing company. You're talking wood pellet grills fueled by all natural hardwood pellets. They got everything else you could ever need too, like coolers, apparel, grill accessories, and more. So toss that tasteless gas grill to the side. Forget that messy charcoal grill or even that overhyped brand name grill and join an elite wood pellet grilling family. By focusing on flavor, convenience, and versatility, Rectech sets the new standard in grilling. Visit Rectech.com. That's R-E-C-T-E-Q. Use the promo code NatureBoy and get 5% off site-wide. That's 5% off their top-notch wood pellet grills, one-of-a-kind Rectech ice or coolers, their chef-tasted rubs and sauces, the accessories, the merchandise, literally everything, 5% off at Rectech.com when you use the promo code NatureBoy. That's R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. This is all uh, sort of coming to a head, man, and um, I don't know what I expected with today's episode, but it does feel like people are... uh, they're ready to see this main event this Sunday. Uh, you can get all the information you've been looking for at Rick Flair's last match.com. Before we go though, Rick, I do want to play one more clip and I can't believe that she has somehow inserted herself. I guess Jeff has rubbed off on her in more than one way. She's got some comments about Andrade. She says she doesn't know who the hell he was. Let's take a listen to Karen Jarrett here. Got to bring up Andrade. You've recently gone on record to say that he's not even a main event star. What, what's the deal with that? Are you not watching wrestling? I mean, Paul, have you not seen the guy? Paul. Okay, we've been to Mexico how many times? I for mean, twenty years. For twenty yeah, years. Yes, I've got a fifteen-year-old son in this house that watches wrestling. I didn't know who the hell he was. <laughs> and Jeff said, "Charlotte's husband." It's Charlotte's husband. Oh, Charlotte's. I didn't even know who he was. <laughs> oh my god I mean, Paul, you think she's kidding there I'm is zero, i mean like zero that is a hundred percent accurate whatever we all want to call it i hate to say that that's a shoot brother no that literally i, I kid you not codes is going mom you know andrade he used to be uh and karen huh 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 and then Coaster drops. Mom, you've seen it on Instagram. It's the guy who married. We can cut it right there. Rick, do you think everybody's going to know who Andrade is Sunday night? Do you think Karen Jarrett is going to find out the hard way who Andrade is Sunday night? 
Ah, I don't know if she'll find out the hard way, but I can guarantee you she'll be very impressed. And she'll know who he is after the end of Sunday night. <laughs> no doubt about it. It's so absurd. This whole thing is so interesting. Like, it, it kind of like if you work in Tennessee territory, you want to forget about the reality of the wrestling business. I mean, I don't remember ever seeing Jerry in St. Louis. I know Jeff was never there, which is the home of the NWA. I don't remember ever seeing him. I don't know who they wrestled. I don't even know who was down there. I remember, the most famous guy from Tennessee I know is Frank Morrell, the king of Kingsport. <laughs> yes, right. The, the king of Kingsport. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's going to yeah, be. It's, it's no. sad. It's sad. Yeah. You know, it, the worst is sad. You could really laugh at it, but that they're sad. I mean. Yeah, it's okay. Hey, uh, it's, it, all, it's, well, it all gets resolved. It all gets resolved one way or another. Yes, it does. Sunday it does. night, five days. This Sunday, as you're listening to this, it's just a handful of days away. This Sunday night, the Von Erics, that's right. Marshall and Ross Von Eric, Kevin Von Eric's son will be there to uh, take on the Briscoes who just main evented the ring of honor pay-per-view. Hey, can I tell you something? Yes, sir. I'd much rather be wrestling Jarrett and, 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 uh, Andrade and, uh, lethal than wrestling, uh, Kevin Von Eric again <laughs> for an hour <laughs> in the bare feet. You're talking about some stiff feet, man. <laughs> Wait till I see Kevin Christ. He used to kill me. It's going to be a stiff affair in Nashville. New Japan has got an incredible match coming our way. We've also got killer cross with Scarlett Bordeaux in his corner, taking on Harry Smith. We've got a three-way dance for the impact women's title. Rachel Ellering, her dad knows a thing or two about Jim Crockett promotions. She's going to be getting a title shot for the impact world title. Jordan grace and, uh, Diana Perrazzo. That's, a, that's not Paul Ellering's daughter. Is it? Yes, it is. Yes. yes that's it is. Paul Ellering's daughter. Yes. yes. Wow. Will Paul be there too? Uh, no, or Paul will not be there, but let me say this though. We got the son of the Von Ericks. We got the, the son of Davy boy Smith, the British bulldog. We got the son of, uh, or the daughter rather of Paul Ellering. But the thing that I'm maybe most hyped up about, and maybe it's my co-main event, if you will, people have talked about the forbidden door. I don't know what we'll call this, but Josh Alexander, the impact world champion, who a lot of people think is one of the best wrestlers in the world is going to be defending his impact title against the longest reigning MLW champion in history, Jacob Fatu. This should not happen. A title match between two different promotions. It's happening this Sunday night at Ric Flair's last match.com. Triple A just had triple mania. We talked about it a little while ago. Dave Meltzer, when it was over, said that was a match of the year candidate. It's essentially a rematch here. Sunday night, Ray Phoenix, who a lot of people consider the best wrestler in the world will be in there with bandito, Laredo kid and Taurus. They are going to steal the show. But Ric Flair has other plans in mind, but everybody's trying to steal the show, including a dream tag team rematch. that only happened one time before two of the best tag teams in the history of tag team wrestling are getting to together just to celebrate Ric Flair's last match. It's the American wolves, Davey Richards and Eddie Edwards taking on the motor city machine guns, Alex Shelley and Chris Saban. This is something fans have wanted to see for a long, long time. It happened once 12 years ago on an indie show. But this will be the biggest platform it's ever happened on. But then you want to talk about legacy. You want to talk about tradition. What about representing the rock and roll express Ricky Morton and his son, Kerry with Robert Gibson in their corner, taking on Brian Pillman, Jr. And Brock Anderson with Arn Anderson in their corner. 
This is the Rock and Roll Express versus the Horseman. David Crockett, this is like chicken noodle soup for a JCP fan, is it not? Definitely is. It definitely is. I am so excited. Fans, really, this is multi-generational. We get to see the very best in the world because all these different promotions are coming together for this event. They're coming together for a four-way dance too. Takeshita, who a lot of people think is going to be the next big thing, will be in there with Alan Angels, who was recently a part of AEW, but decided to carve out his own path. He impressed a lot of folks with Kenny Omega a few years ago, and he's looking to do it again here, but this time against Jonathan Gresham, who just was in a world title match for Ring of Honor, and Nick Wayne, who just had one of his first international tours, the next big thing in professional wrestling. And of course, we couldn't do this, Mr. Crockett, without the Bunkhouse Battle Royal. We've got the buckle. We've got the boot. I have them both in my possession in the office right now. I can't believe we're doing this, man. But a bunkhouse battle royal, that's just hand in hand with JCP, is it not? Mr. Oh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. The bunkhouse. Can you imagine all those guys in the ring at once fighting to stay in there? The fans are going to be definitely entertained, exciting. Can't wait for it. And the main event, it's going to happen. I can't believe it. Karen Jarrett and Jeff Jarrett have inserted themselves into the main event. Once again, Jay lethal, who's, uh, been a long time friend of the show, but I guess he's got a personal issue now with Rick and it's all going to come to a head and who better to be by Rick's side than his other son-in-law Andrade. And if there's any doubt as to whether or not Andrade belongs in a main event or he's in the right spot, you're going to find out the hard way this Sunday night. It's Ric Flair's last match, Ric Flair's last match.com. The main event. What do you expect this, uh, this Sunday night, Rick? I expect my stepson to wear my hall of fame ring from 2012. Um, and, uh, sit in the front row and watch his favorite son-in-law do what he did best. Not probably at the same speed, but at certainly the same level of intensity and do what I do best. Nothing to be afraid of. Nothing I haven't faced. Dave and I have been in plane crashes. Dave was there when I had to pipe down my throat. What the hell? Let's get it. David, you're going to be there and at your, at your shoulder, your left shoulder will be Tony Schiavone, the voice of our childhood. It's one last run for the Crockett's Jim Crockett promotions. I can't believe it. It's this Sunday. I'm is so that, excited. is that, is that minor league baseball? Those are actually going to call a match with Rick Flair again. Yes, he is. <laughs> Jesus. I crazy. can't wait to announce with Tony. It's going to be so much. The, the, the home of the Charlotte Oaks. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. Thank That's God. Right. Hey. Thank, thank God we got Tony and poor, poor, um, what was the Miller, Miller guy's name? Tom oh, Miller. Uh, yeah. Tom Miller. Yeah, yeah. 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 Had to get rid of Tom Miller, man. Tom was a little bad. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, this Sunday, this Sunday, it's, and it's all then, down and to then, this uh, and then, uh, after all this takes place, here we something, go. Something that I've been able to say that I've done better than anybody else alive today. And yes, Jeff, I am a functioning alcoholic. I'm going to drink tonight. I'll work out tomorrow. I'm going to drink tomorrow night with Conrad. Work out Thursday. 
drink Thursday night, get roasted Friday, or work out Friday, get roasted, work out Saturday morning, uh, Saturday night, drink again. I made the mistake in 2008 when I was wrestling Shawn Michaels. I'll never forget this. I was so nervous at WrestleMania in Orlando, and Michael Hayes noticed that I wasn't drinking. He said, what are you doing? I said, I'm not drinking. I'm so nervous about tomorrow. I said, Jesus Christ. He said, you've been drunk your whole life. And he's right. The, I've wrestled a lot of great matches, not even sleeping the night before. So <laughs> I'm not going to let myself get that. I, I do better after I drink a lot. <laughs> I thought you were going to promote where the party is. Oh, no. Well, we're not I, I don't need Don't say that right I'm not. But instead of being 18 to 28, you could be 28 to 45. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> rick flair's last match.com come join us be a part of the roast this friday come see the horseman reunion on saturday and on sunday night come see what rick does best better than anybody ever rick flair's last match.com we'll see you this week <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> way to go rick <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I guess you're pretty proud of yourself, huh, Jeff? You said we're doing a podcast. We're going to do a podcast. Not because I fucking want to do a podcast, but because I'm contractually obligated. <laughs> Why is this funny? Uh, we're going to do this podcast, Conrad, and I can assure you, I'm going to say some things today that you don't want to hear about your father-in-law because everybody glosses over the real Ric Flair. Everybody glosses over the nature boy. If you want to go right for the jugular, let's go. You're a fucking egomaniac who wants to make everything about you. You made sure you inserted yourself in the press conference of Ric Flair. Why the shit were you even there? Okay, Jeff, you think you know anybody at the mayor's office? Voila, Ric Flair Day. The mayor's office declared July 31st Ric Flair Day in the Music City. Hey, can you get a proclamation done? Yeah, mayor's office. Again, happy to. Hey, I don't feel good today. Jeff, can you sit up on the podium and do your job and mine? And it was supposed to be a, a, a day really to celebrate Rick. Wings! Legendary flavors! World Championship Wings! Woo! Woo Wings! Yeah! Woo woo! The, the one thing about that press conference that was so typical of Rick, he knew that Conrad didn't do it. But yet, I never, I never got so much as, hey Jeff, thanks for your help because of his ego, candidly, because he legitimately thinks the world revolves around him. He doesn't realize how sick he is. He has zero clue how sick he is. Uh, his ego, it's truly at the core of his disease. He slighted me at the press conference and backstage, you heard him, he couldn't wait to get on stage to do that. Here's uh, two tickets for Jeff and his dad, front row. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, drawing money in Nashville. Here's two tickets for you and your old man. I'll teach you guys how to draw money. Are you kidding me, Conrad? This feel-good BS, Crockett, we're going to end right, Rick, and oh. He got exactly what he deserved in that parking lot. In the last three or four or five days, the amount of questions that I've been asked about 
just how did all this go down? But when Jay Lethal diplomatically asked Rick, is there a place on the card for me? And Rick said, you're an open match guy. That's disrespectful, and you know it. Could you put yourself in my Tell the guy that to his face. You do if you're an egomaniac like Flair. I just couldn't really believe that, that Jay, in a lot of ways, took matters into his own hands. And David Crockett yelling like a little girl. It caught me so off guard. Get out! Somebody! Hey, hey, get the hell off me! Hey, get your hands off me! Are you kidding me? Karen, you could tell she was nervous. It just didn't have to happen that way. Jay, stop! Deserves this! He deserves this! Every second of it! I knew how he disrespected Lethal. Hell, I knew how he disrespected me for the last 30 years. But when Jay Lethal punched him in his intestines where his surgeries have been, you would think that he could drop his ego for just a minute and let me help him up. See? I said f off, Jared. Tired of you and your old man. When I got down and was face to face with Rick, he was helpless. And I said, Rick, please. Let me help you up. And what did he do? He told me to f off. Oh. Oh. I'll just say that I knew that I had to do what I had to do. You literally stabbed my father-in-law in the head with a with a high heel shoe. And listen, there's magic in wrestling. No magic, son. What, what are you doing? What? There should have been police involvement. If Rick wasn't such an old head, you'd be behind bars. That's a f crime, Jeff. You know, Rick came up literally like a little crying. Bitch. It's a hard way. It's a hard way. Yeah, Rick. No sh The biggest mistake you can make is to leave a man with spirit and heart breathing. Because you better believe he will rise up to come again. Even more motivated now than I was before. About as real as it fucking gets in life. To be able to wrestle with my son-in-law who has helped me regain the confidence that I've had beat out of me. And Lethal and Jared, when you guys see this, you guys got nothing in common. Don't even know each other. This is fucking family. This is real. Feel it. And he's a bad motherfucker. And he's my son-in-law. I don't. I don't have words. I don't have words. Jesus. Seriously. Well, you realize that you've crossed the line now. Oh, and I'm glad that I did now. You know, you're double nickels. You ain't what you used to be. Oh. Andrade is going to go upside that head. Oh, God. That's, listen, Andrade is a dime a dozen, my friend. Oh, really? If he ain't a curtain jerker, I don't know who is. Okay. If he wasn't married 
to who oh, he's no. married to. I don't even want to hear that. I had never even heard of him until we married Charlotte. Can I tell you something? You know, one of the reasons I like Ashley marrying Manny because he's a tough motherfucker. This is me really talking to my daughter. I said, Ashley, the guy will stand by your side. He will protect you. He's fearless. Raised in a tough neighborhood, a tough street. He's a man. But now, it's about family. I'm fighting for my family. And now, I fight for the family flair. Andrade's a goddamn man. A man and a half. Lethal and Jeff Jordan don't have any idea what they just been into. They have no idea. Before we make this official, put pen to paper. Do you have any comments you want to make? Mr. Jarrett? Jay, Jay, I'll let you go first. Well, I just want to say that uh, I, I'm so torn right now inside. I'm hurt only because I know what's about to happen. I know what's ahead, and it's going to be the saddest day of my life, beating the shit my idol because you deserve it, okay? You really deserve it, and I'm having a hard time holding this my- This is why I'm here. Yeah, keyword being your idol. Badass. Who, him? Yeah. He's here because he married your daughter. That doesn't make him a badass. Oh, oh. oh this is why. Yeah, yeah, I'll show you. I'll show you. What do you do? What do you do in the business? What, what, do you I, do? Yes, what have I done? I beat that guy right there on pay-per-view. Yes. That's what I've done. He's the best. That makes me the man, right? Fighting through the pain. He just oh my God, you Jeff, you need to go ahead and say your comments, please. Rick, I stood on that platform at the press conference and meant every word that came out of my mouth. It was an honor. Is prestige to even be associated with this event. Thank you. I feel the same way. The whole Thank world you. has to revolve around you. You're goddamn right at that. That's why you're here today. You, but why guess, are you here today? You're damn right. Guess you're what? damn right. They get a payoff. Guess what? Me equals a payoff. It ain't no about a damn payoff, Rick. It's about finally doing what the entire wrestling world has wanted to do for years, and that is put you out of your misery. You know nothing about my you f about my life. Talk about life. people being here for a paycheck. You're what, 73 years old? That's the only damn reason you're here, because you ran out of money. Oh no, you're wrong. Yeah, this is about- Let's go and finish it. This is about an in-ring career that's going to come to an end. Sign this. Rick, win, win, lose, or draw, this is it for you. And we're going to find out just how much of the nature boy you still got in. Hmm. Yeah. All right, how do you do it? All right, hmm. Jeff, hmm. just sign, sign this, please. What are you looking at? A piece of A man. I want to make it official. A man. Maybe one day man. it'll work. Not yeah. anymore. Oh, really? Not anymore. Really? <laughs> I go get my shots every week. <laughs> You right? Thank you, Jeff. Oh, that's pretty funny. He can read right. He taught you how to wrestle again, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. Yes. Yes. Couldn't teach him any new tricks, though. Rick, now it is your turn. Put pen to paper. Make it official. 
Do you have any comments? No, actually I don't. Richard M. F. A. M. O. U. S. It's comical. Is it really? It is. What's going to be comical? When he and I beat either one of you, which we will, what will be comedy then? Do you actually think you can still go? I do. You really do? Absolutely do. Absolutely do. You think you can hang with me and Jay? Yeah. Certainly do. You don't think he's a crutch for you? That he's going to carry the load? And you've carried the load a lot of years for a lot of guys, but do you think when it comes down and we hear ding, 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 and the match starts, you think you can carry your load? I'll make sure my presence is home. You won't be disappointed. I actually want to see. Well, yeah, you tell me. I you actually want to see. Up. This. You were training me. What were you saying to me then? What were you saying to me then? Go ahead and read the text. Go ahead and read the text. Go ahead and read it. You're still the man. Out loud. You're still the man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's I said that to okay, you. Okay, thank you. Yeah, because right. you're an eagle maniac. Oh, that's really? Why. And I wanted to I wanted to keep thank, getting those thank checks. Thank you very much. I wanted to keep getting those checks. It is official. Please leave calmly. You should be paying me to come over there. Yeah? I put it on the map. Now, your last match will be the match that you regret the most out of your entire career. 16-time professional wrestling world champion and cultural icon Ric Flair will wrestle one last time. Is there anything else that you'd like to say, like maybe to Rick to wish him luck for the match? Rick, from the Russian nightmare, je to the nature boy, Ric Flair. Hey, Rick, um, on a serious note, dude, I, I pray for you, for real. Uh, I want you to know that, as, as do many others. Uh, I wish you well in, in this final uh, match. Well, when I think of professional wrestling, I think of Ric Flair. Ric Flair is absolutely my favorite wrestler of all time. Tough, strong, smart, and puts on a great show. Rick, good luck. Uh, we had some good years together. I love you. Take care of yourself. Piss on the rest of them. Rick, I hope it goes well for you. I'll be pulling for you. And I hope to see you sometime in the future. But for now, so long for now. Hey, Rick, my husband is going to knock the shit out of you on Sunday. Champ, I love you, brother. I wish you all the luck in the world. I pray you don't get hurt. You are the king of wrestling. I will always call you the champ. I hope to God this is the best thing you can do and it works out well in your favor. And God bless you and your family, brother. God bless you. Well, I guess I think about, I saw his first match. So I guess I might as well see his last match. We thought we could do this reunion or match event in a civil way, it's gotten totally out of hand. Rick had exactly what he deserved. Hey, get your hands off me! Oh, yeah! Give me your suit! Yeah. Give me your suit! Yeah. Does this look like a full horseman right here? How's he look now? How's he look now? I love you, you son of a ah. I love you! This is fucking family. This is real. you, Jeff Jarrett. He's an active alcoholic. You don't know nothing about my reason you're here. Because you ran out of money. You just said it.
the baddest Mexican alive today. This is about as real as it gets. With a tear in my eye, I'm gonna kick your ass. Woo! One man, Woo! one man, forever. But a man's gotta do what a man's gotta do. Jim Crockett Promotions presents Ric Flair's Last Match, July 31st at the Nashville Municipal Auditorium. StarCast Weekend in Nashville, bringing wrestling companies together for one of the most unique cards ever assembled. Main evented by Ric Flair's Last Match. Tickets are on sale right now at rickflairslastmatch.com. And you can catch the show live streaming on pay-per-view and Fight TV for only $34.99. Ric Flair's Last Match. Walk in that aisle one more time for the last time. Rick, do you have anything to say to expensive car repair? They don't stand a chance against the money-saving roadside assistant, car shield, and slick rig. They better learn their ABCs, because we're always bringing car shield. Woo! Woo! The roads to Rick Flair, you kidding me? It's a nature boy. What are they going to say? I am... Woo! The man! Okay? You say what you want to say. Just remember, at the end of the night, when all is said and done, I get to talk about you! Woo! The roaster Ric Flair! Woo! Look at his old ass. Here, look.